Welcome to the Head to Head Podcast, episode number 14. I'm your host, Cam McKinney. In this edition of the Head to Head Podcast, we will be looking at the issues of two teams in the NFL that are the powerhouse staples of the AFC. Both teams seem to be in complete and utter turmoil from the outside looking in. The Patriots and the Pitts. Steelers. Both teams have been dominating the AFC for over a decade, but now outside and inside issues are tearing both teams apart. Let's look at it from the New England Patriots side of things first. The Brady and Belichick thing is coming to a halt. It seems like these two are bound to break up at any point of this season or at any point in the near future there's a book coming out about their relationship how Brady wants out sooner rather than later he's sick of Bill he's sick of the football aspect he's sick of everything about the Patriots and how they do business their wide receiver issues are are causing the team to take a chance with Josh Gordon I don't know if it's a good move you had the whole Gronk issue this offseason. The Patriots issues could be the end of this dynasty. And it's sad, but it's it's an 18-year dynasty, so I can't really beat that tough on it. But I do think there are real issues with the New England Patriots. Roster-wise, structure-wise, how many more years is Bill Belichick going to coach? How many more years is Tom Brady going to be quarterback, which is why the number one issue for me is not the Brady and Belichick relationship. It's the fact that they picked Tom Brady over Jimmy Garoppolo, because you could get 10 to 12 years of great quarterback play from Jimmy Garoppolo. The best case scenario, the absolute best case scenario, is you get three to four more years of Tom Brady, and maybe that equals one or two more Super Bowls. But I don't know if that's worth 10 years of being decent. Because now, if Tom Brady retires after this season, next year you're going to be horrid. Belichick's not going to coach a bad team. He's going to walk away. Brady's going to walk away. I think they're both going to end up walking away at the same time. I do not think that this Patriots team is bound for a happy ending. I think, like most dynasties, it's going to end in turmoil. The 2000 Yankees broke up because everybody retired. This is not going to be as ceremoniously as that did. This is going to end badly when Brady may, might play for somebody else. Belichick might leave. I don't know. It, se- it seems really bad right now how this is going to end. Um, I mean, that was a... that what The Josh Gordon thing... I want to get into the Josh Gordon thing a little bit. Because the, the whole second, third, fourth, fifth chance... I don't care about that. I, I'm not the one who decides whether or not Josh Gordon gets another chance or not. Whether or not he deserves it, that's to be determined. But I do feel like he hasn't been good in five years, so I'm not going to put that much weight on the move. It's a fifth-round pick. Stop these football nerds telling me that fifth-round picks matter. Because they don't. There are not a lot of fifth-round picks playing great football right now in the NFL. There are some, but they're few and far between. So I don't think it's that risky of a move. If he works out, fine. If he doesn't, it's not. There weren't these same people that were that mad when the Patriots brought in Michael Floyd, who had a DUI. I mean, I don't understand because it's this guy, because he's so everywhere all the time. Everything about the issues, I get it. Does he deserve a second, third, fourth, maybe even a fifth chance? Probably not. 
But that's not for me to decide. And I don't want to have an hour-long conversation about whether or not he deserves that chance or not. But what I do feel, though, is that the Patriots wide receivers is a real issue. Because, I mean, without, you have Chris Hogan, you you don't have, let's talk about the guys you had last year that you don't have this year. You don't have Damian Amendola. You don't have Malcolm Mitchell. You don't have Brandon Cooks. You don't have anyone proven other than Chris Hogan. That's it. Cordell Patterson is bad. I, the, the, Philip Dorsett is eh. He's just the eh type player. You don't have a go-to guy. And most importantly, what people aren't talking about, it's not the fact that they're just not that good. Brady doesn't trust anyone but Hogan at the time being. Doesn't it feel like Brady doesn't trust these people? And with Brady, it seems to come down to trust more so than it goes down to talent. And right now, he doesn't even have talent, and he doesn't seem to trust anyone outside the names of Gronk and Hogan. Gronk fixes a lot of your issues because he's such a dynamic tight end. He's the best tight end in the history of football. But with just Gronk and just Hogan, with not a great running backs and not great receivers, I don't. I, I this doesn't feel like a Super Bowl here. If Josh Gordon comes in and turns everything around, that'd be great. But it just doesn't feel like this is going to be a Super Bowl type season for the New England Patriots. The other thing looming with the Patriots is this whole Alex Guerrero thing. I'm so sick of talking about that guy. I'm so sick of talking about how Josh McDaniels is maybe the future head coach of the Patriots. There's too much to talk about with the Patriots that has nothing to do with the game of football. And when there's so much to talk about that has nothing to do with football, that's a bad sign for your football team. That is not a good sign of things to come. For most years when the Patriots are great, we're not talking about things outside. We're talking about maybe Spygate. We're talking about Deflategate. But we're talking about real issues that seem to be consuming the team and to talk about it. Brady's hanging up on radio interviews. Brady's not talking about his guy anymore. Belichick's not talking about Brady in a great light anymore. It just seems to be coming to an extreme halt. A never, a not-so-happy ending for the Patriots. It feels like that's how this is going to end. I believe, though... That Robert Kraft, owner of the New England Patriots, will choose Tom Brady's side over Bill Belichick's side. Because the Bill Belichick's side, what does Bill Belichick have right now that is decent without Tom Brady? He has nothing. I think that drives Belichick insane that everyone thinks he's winning because of Tom Brady. But the sad truth is he's never won anything without Tom Brady as his quarterback, as a head coach. He has won zero, zip, nada. He won 10 games with Matt Castle a decade ago. It wasn't even that impressive. They missed the playoffs. Get over it. It's not that. He's not great without Brady, and Brady's not great without him. If these two people could just realize that, it'd be better. But the Eagles, you don't want to, they're not good to root for right now. I don't want to root for Belichick, and I don't want to root for Brady. So it leaves Patriots fans in this, like, Who's the worst of the two in this whole nonsense? And meanwhile, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to end up being pretty decent with the San Francisco 49ers. And there's going to be some years where you're like, man, we we could have had that guy. But instead, we have nothing. There's going to be some very lean years with the Patriots when Tom Brady's all said and done. 
no longer playing quarterback. I don't know if Tom Brady will play till he's 45. But if he does, I just want it to be about football. I would rather go through years where the Patriots are 5-11 and than go through a few more years of this where all we do is talk about outside things other than football. On the other side of things, you have the mess that is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mike Tomlin seems to be losing control of his star players. Let's look at how this all started. Big Ben saying he might retire. Le'Veon Bell demanding a new contract and then not getting it. And now he's not playing at all. And now you have Antonio Brown tweeting that he'd like to be traded because some former employee of the Steelers is bothering him. The Pittsburgh Steelers are a complete mess. And they will go down as one of the biggest what-ifs ever with this group. Again, if they don't win a Super Bowl with Big Ben, Antonio Brown, and Le'Veon Bell on their offense, that is one of the saddest things you could imagine. They have been one of the best trios in football history offensively. Le'Veon Bell can do it all. He's a Marshall Falk type player. Antonio Brown is as good as Julio Jones, as good as A.J. Green. He is one of the premier wide receivers in NFL history. And the sad fact that it looks like they're not going to win a Super Bowl together is pathetic. It's pathetic. I love Antonio Brown, first of all. He is my favorite of these three guys. I also like Big Ben. I'm not the biggest Le'Veon Bell fan right now. I don't really understand why Le'Veon Bell is holding out. There's no money to be gained. I get that he thinks if he sits out these eight games or however long he's going to miss out, that there's going to be some big payday at the end of the rainbow. I don't think that's the fact. I think teams want to see him perform well this year. I think the best way to get paid in sports is to play well. That's why I like the Kirk Cousins side of things. Play, play well, then get paid. Le'Veon Bell's not going to get paid sitting down on his couch. No one's going to be like, you know who we really want right now? Le'Veon Bell. I think it's a sad state of affairs for the Pittsburgh Steelers, the once proud organization. They've had three head coaches in like the last 60 years with Chuck Noll, Bill Cowher, and now Mike Tomlin. It, should Mike Tomlin lose his job? Yes, he should lose his job if he can't control star players. That is the point of being a head coach. I know the record. I understand he's won a Super Bowl. I understand he's been to another one. But if he, if I will give him till the end of this year. And if they miss the playoffs, I will consider firing Mike Tomlin. You do not get a lifetime pass. We've seen the Boston Red Sox fire Terry Francona after their meltdown. The Pittsburgh Steelers are having a meltdown. And changes need to be made to the organization if Mike Tomlin cannot get it together. He has one of the best quarterbacks, the second best or not the best Steelers quarterback in franchise history, the best running back or one of the best running backs in Steelers history, and by far the best wide receiver in Steelers franchise history. He needs to win big games. And if he doesn't even get to the big games, that's on him. I get these organizations like the St. Louis Cardinals in baseball love to keep their managers, love to keep their coaches, but the minute the Cardinals got rid of Mike Matheny, they got better. I'm not saying that that would happen in football with Mike Tomlin, but there's a chance. Sometimes you're just holding on to guys for too long. I don't like this, we're a small-knit organization who keeps our guys around forever. The Minnesota Twins did it with Ron Gardenhire. Teams do it. It's annoying. Guys should not be able to be coaches 
for 10 years and do nothing. Marvin Lewis should not be the head coach of the Cincinnati Bengals. Mike Tomlin is a fine coach, but if he's not getting the job done and your ultimate goal is to win a Super Bowl, you need to make the necessary changes to make that happen. I believe you can still win a Super Bowl with Big Ben as your quarterback, Antonio Brown as your wide receiver, and Le'Veon Bell as your running back. And if Mike Tomlin can't get the job done, it's time to move on. It's not about the fact that he's not he's not just not winning, he's also making a mess of the situation. Bill Belichick would never allow Tom Brady to act this way. He would never allow Antonio Brown to act this way. And he would not be in the Le'Veon Bell situation where the guy's holding out and posting pictures of him on a jet ski. The Pittsburgh Steelers are out of control and they need to get things back in motion to be a good team. This is a team that most people pick to be the second best team in the AFC. This is a team that last year was supposed to go to the AFC title game and lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars. So this would be their second straight year of underachieving if things keep going this way. You can't just stay status quo if the status quo is pure chaos. And right now the Pittsburgh Steelers are chaos. And for an organization that's never really been this chaotic, this is pretty bad. You have a quarterback who is all in and then all out. You have a wide receiver who can't stop talking. He has a problem with the internet. And you have a running back who's holding out for a contract he can't even get until the end of the year. And meanwhile, you have a defense that is terrible. The Pittsburgh Steelers' defense is not good. Things need to change in Pittsburgh. They, I feel like the team right now has no identity other than Big Ben and Antonio Brown. And without Le'Veon Bell, there's no running game. There's n- The Steelers don't scare me. They're, they might be overrated. They really might be. The Steelers have their problems, and the Patriots have their problems, and that's why I think this opens the AFC this year to maybe some surprise teams like the Jaguars, like the Texans, like many others. I think the AFC is more open this year than in years past because the chaos of the Steelers and the chaos of the Patriots is opening the door for some surprise contenders. I think it is. I truly believe that the Patriots are at their weakest in the last three years and the Steelers are clearly at their weakest in the last three years because all of their star players are chaotic. Brady's chaotic. Big Ben's chaotic. Antonio Brown's chaotic. Le'Veon Bell's chaotic. Rob Gronkowski, chaotic. You can't be dynasties and be utter and total chaos. And both of their head coaches are dealing with these issues very poorly in my estimation. Bill Belichick will not comment on anything that happened last year with the Malcolm Butler situation, which is the biggest mistake of his coaching career. Not the Malcolm Butler situation. The fact that he won't even talk about it, to me, is the biggest mistake. And Mike Tomlin is trying to be cool, keep it in-house. He won't tell us what's going on with Antonio Brown right now after he skipped practice this past Monday. He won't really talk about the Le'Veon Bell situation, which I understand. But he's losing the team. Are both of these coaches losing? It almost makes me think that maybe these teams were run poorly the last couple of years. Is that safe to say that the Patriots' way is not the same way it used to be? Possibly, because you don't have the veteran presence. 
You don't have the Bill Belichick guys who seem to love him. And you don't, and the Steelers, who's loving Mike Tomlin right now? It doesn't seem like anyone is loving the way Mike Tomlin is doing things currently. If I had to bet which of these two teams is going to fix their issues, I would definitely pick the Patriots. But I also think there is a a window for the Steelers to recover from this as well. I'm not saying that both of these teams are bad. I'm not saying that both of these teams can't make it to the AFC title game or even the Super Bowl. I'm just saying right now, things look bleak for both sides. I don't think Josh Gordon is going to come in here and save the Patriots. And and Le'Veon Bell can't and probably isn't going to save the Pittsburgh Steelers because he doesn't want to save the Pittsburgh Steelers. His whole point is to prove that the team needs him, and the only way to prove that is if they are bad without him, and that will prove to them and to him that he's worth the money. But the sad truth is Le'Veon Bell thinks that there's a chance that the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to pay him this offseason, and they're not because they're not going to reward a guy who let them turn into a bad team. His teammates are right to openly criticize him because he is part of the reason why they are bad. You don't get rewarded by proving that, hey, that's like if a fireman sees the house on fire and he can turn it out and he doesn't. They're not going to reward the fireman for not putting out the fire. Le'Veon Bell is not going to get rewarded unless he comes back to the Steelers immediately and puts out the fire and gets them back to their winning ways. Both of these teams, long-term futures, though, I wouldn't want to be either of these two teams moving forward. Tom Brady's going to retire eventually, and they don't have a backup. Big Ben's going to retire. They have a replacement in the Rudolph kid that they drafted. I don't really know much about him, but I don't think Mike Tomlin's going to be there for the long haul, and I don't think Bill Belichick's going to be there for the long haul for the Patriots either. Both of these teams' futures are not as bright as they were three to five years ago when they were the class of the AFC. I believe both of these teams are no longer the class of the AFC. I think they are more middle of the pack. I think that is why the AFC is wide open for teams like the Chiefs, Texans, and Jaguars. Those teams seem to me to be legit threats to these two teams who have been the class of the AFC for the last 15 years, the Patriots and Steelers have dominated the conference. I think it's time for new teams to shine. And I think that's that's why this year seems to be the end of an era and not the beginning of one that's going to be good for both of these franchises. Both of these teams' quarterbacks are aging and therefore the window success. In the NFL, it comes comes down to quarterback success. And Tom Brady and Big Ben don't have that many more years of being great quarterbacks. And that's why the younger quarterbacks are going to start to dominate. The Mahomes, the Watsons, and even, sadly, the Blake Bortles are going to shine in the AFC as maybe these two teams' windows close. Thanks for listening to the Head to Head Podcast. I'm Cam McKinney. You can check out this podcast on the iTunes app and wherever you can listen to podcasts. There will be a weekly episode. Thanks for listening to the Head to Head Podcast.